welcome to an important day in my life. It's what I'm going to always remember as recovery day. Because the last few days have been, I think, more intense than any other group of days during this year, during 2018. Um, I, I, in case you're listening to this and haven't heard the previous episodes, um, that I've been involved in a conference, a Toastmasters conference, which has occupied not just my every waking hour from probably from Wednesday through until last night at about two o'clock in the morning. But I've been, um, and that's an well, I've been talking to people almost continuously during that time and I have also been noticing and I've been learning and all that so it's been it's been intense and that's probably the feature of it more than anything else which matters I'm also have a sleep deficit which partly was caught up on because I didn't wake this morning until well if I discount waking at half past six for about three minutes I didn't wake until ten past nine the poor old dog Louie it must be very hungry because this morning he took off the counter in the kitchen a, a carton of soya milk and I don't know how much was in it but he opened it savagely it would look like and cleaned out the contents of it the reason I think he might be very hungry is that he, when he came back from the kennels looking uh, thin, thinner than he's been since he came to us, or since perhaps maybe about four weeks after he came to us, he, he isn't emaciated, but he certainly looks uh, thin, more bony than before he went. But in addition to that, we uh, he got fed at the at the kennel, but we had run out of dog food at home, so we had to make up food for him from food that we had in the house, which wasn't specially balanced dog food, and he may have had more carbohydrates than usual. So in any case, uh, he's in the back of this car and I'm driving to the pet shop <laughs> and just to emphasize how concerned I am for his welfare I brought his bowl bowl for his food in the car too so that he could have his food as soon as possible there's more to life than dog coffee seeing Akari Software, one of my clients today, and uh, anyway, there's more to life than first meets the eye, uh, walking in the woods, but today I'm going to have a meeting with Roger Overall, I'll be free today for a meeting, I'm got a load of audio to edit into some consumable form, raw audio from the Toastmasters conference, 
I actually have no idea what I'm going to do with it. I've got so much. I guess I'm going to listen back and see how much of the particularly number one have I got music and one particular workshop. They're, they're the two priorities really. The rest is a material which I feel is going to be relevant in let's say 10 years and any and after that because it's archival material. Um, some people know how keen I am on chronicling, recording, harvesting you could call it, um, material from life. I'm not saying that audio is the only material from life. I also have video, I have photographs, but I, in a way I'd like to be able to package the whole lot into a chest and without even editing it or put unedited copies into a chest and uh, somebody referred to this as kind of time capsule yeah a time capsule and uh, lodge it somewhere although you know who knows in 10 years time what will be the the state of digital uh, what what will be the state of yes we know the state of paper Papyrus has survived from quite a while ago. We we know print has survived and will survive so long as it isn't exposed to light continuously. We know print will survive. I don't know what we know about digital because it's so recent. Although I'm sure there are people who have researched it and worked to figure out what should be done. Digital is, well, like everything, is vulnerable to loss and destruction. Uh, in digital's case, corruption. <laughs> so who knows? Um, I actually have no idea what else I'm going to be doing today except, oh yeah, picking up at least uh, two girls at Hoppus 3, taking them home so they can do their homework at home and then taking them to hockey I think it is um, after that and perhaps and probably picking them up from hockey uh, uh, so that they can I don't know be home tonight <laughs> okay this is I have now reached Kinsale roundabout
sit, 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 sit. ambient sound is the sound of my lovely cafe, Cafe Beva, where I'm having a bowl of soup and reading the most popular newspaper in Ireland, which is called the Irish Independent. And this is what it says underneath the headline, Claire Byrne tackles abortion. Claire Byrne live, RTE1, that's television, tonight, nine, at 9.35pm. Quote, quote, well, only 11 days to go. Actually, no, I won't read it that way. I'll tell you as I go along. Yes, 11 days to go. 11 days, Claire says, until we finally put Ireland's vexed abortion issue behind us. Just think, in 12 days' time, we'll, we'll have finally sorted out this mess. And we're never going to have to discuss the issue ever again. Ever. Of course, that's not true, and it's a piece of uh, irony. This uh, piece, by the way, is not written by Claire Byrne. It's written by Ian O'Doherty, uh, whose uh, headline in the paper is called Channel Hopper. He goes on. Well, maybe not. In fact, there's a high probability that we're witnessing the first front of a cultural civil war, which will get more fractious as time goes on. Now that the, those pesky foreign ads have been banned to protect our precious, delicate Irish minds from being influenced by outside agents, we get the opportunity tonight to be influenced by inside agents instead. I am going to either watch this television program or record it.
I'm not sure which. Clareburn Live referendum special on tonight is an extended edition of the show. But while the runtime has been increased to 90 minutes, yeah, it's usually half an hour long, and they usually cover a few different topics, really, they could probably do a non-stop show between now and May the 25th and still not change some opinions. Oh, well, absolutely right. I have to admit that my own opinion is, won't change. It's been, it's been grown um, during my life. Too many years, I think, to be changed during uh, a referendum campaign. Uh, he goes on. Regardless of what way you intend to vote, most people can agree that the whole debate started off with a reasonable degree of civility. True, I guess. Um, however, over the last two weeks, I've been surprised with how little debate there has been. And But the whole abortion referendum debate seems to have been blown off the front page of the newspapers at least and the front page of the news by a very uh, different issue to do with cervical cancer screening and uh, withholding by the medical profession of information from women about uh, the reliability or lack of reliability of the test results which they've been given already. Sorry, that's all in parenthesis. Anyway, Ian carries on talking about the way in which the debate started off and the debate. He says that the debate has rapidly dissipated as we get closer to voting day. I don't think it's rapidly dissipated. I think dissipated means that kind of disappeared. Well, perhaps they're talking about the civility has rapidly dissipated. I'm sure that's what he means. I'm sure that's what I should have understood. Tonight's episode features leaders from both campaigns as well as contributions and questions from the studio audience. I wonder who will be in the studio audience. The host tends, that's host Cleburne, tends to excel when dealing with the thornier topics. And they don't come much thornier than this so she will have her work cut out trying to keep the opposing sides from going at each other with cudgels. Well, okay, that's hyperbolic and metaphoric. So good luck with that. Yeah, and that's really... I have recorded the, an episode of, entitled, I think it's entitled Abortion in Ireland. My original intention was to put up there, and I expected it would be a new piece of audio every second day, really, but put up there elements of the abortion um, campaign, the referendum campaign, um, to put them up there. Um, you know, if there was a big row or a major new point made or something that I was interested in and that I thought you might be interested in, I would make a new episode, but I have been... Um, disappointed, I suppose, that if I look back and I haven't counted the days on the last two, three weeks, I doubt very much that I've put up, well, I know I haven't put anything up in the last two weeks. So instead of adding this particular piece of audio to the original audio, I'm going to put it in two places. I'm going to put it in the original 
place because if somebody listens to it there they'll realize that they need to go to a new episode on my on my podcast and they're going to put it up again on as a as a separate episode uh, in the hope i suppose yeah true and um, you know if i watch this thing tonight or watch it maybe later than it starts I will be able to summarize the positions of both sides. Even though I have got a strong uh, view on the topic, I also have a, a second strong view, which is that there's massive value in public discourse, debate about this topic. Um, Ireland has too few public debates, if you like, too few significant differences within, and it is, for my taste, too conservative a society, still, although of course people would say it's an awful lot less conservative than uh, when I left it in, in 1995. So there, that's, uh, please, uh, if you're interested in the topic, Please uh, chip in. I, I am very pleased that both um, Gypsy, 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 what's your second name? It'll come back to me, of course, as soon as I stop trying to remember. And Georgie D have um, made pieces of audio, sent them to me, personal stories which. Day and I have been very pleased to have shared. So your views, your stories, in any way connected with abortion, no matter what point of view you hold or what experience you've had, I, I welcome. Thank you. Now I go back to my soup. so tired today, late in the afternoon, that I could barely keep my eyes awake. I came back home. I breathed a huge sigh of relief. And I, I lay down on the sofa. And I went to sleep for an hour. And I woke up. And I stayed on the sofa. And I slept for another hour and a half. And I, I felt very groggy. Tonight Alice went out for a walk with the dog briefly, was contacted via message on Anchor by um, Larry Maguire in Dublin, who reminded me that the TV programme this evening that I wanted to watch, all about the Irish referendum, um, was, was coming up. And in fact, I'd missed the first half hour of it. So I hope that with a good night's sleep, I'll have recovered all of my abilities, whatever that means, by tomorrow. So I'm going to close this episode. And, um, and I'm going to close this episode. Thank you very much for listening. If you have listened, and if you, even if you haven't listened, 
Thank you very much for existing.